I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Music, that Macalish music. Where's that Macalish? Oh, oh, oh. That's right. We're coming to you live from the world famous AfterBuzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. And we got a show for you. Yeah. We've got all sorts of stuff going down on Raw. We got the King's Court. Hey. As always, extended up. edition tonight. The man. extended edition, thirty-five minutes of King's Court, ladies hey. and gentlemen. But before we get all of that, we got to introduce the King himself, the hot stepper, the the fire spitter, the guy who brings the hot takes to the party, ladies and gentlemen. Let's hear it for Jim Alexander. The hottest intro I've gotten in ages. And Jack, and I've been on a roll. I've been on AEW. I'm crossing promotions. I'm crossing platforms. I was on the Bachelor After Show tonight. The hot takes are coming everywhere. We got more tonight for you. We got Wrestling Talk. We got WrestleMania. We got every. We got Super Showdown. It's going to be the Jack and Jim showing down tonight. You were on The Bachelor, and was. it was one of the best after shows I think I've seen in a long time. For anyone who's watching The Bachelor, and even if you don't, I recommend checking it out. And you can see a superstar in action, folks, Jim hey, Alexander. I know all those ba- Bachelorettes, man. This yeah. was this was easy breezy. This is right up my alley. I love wrestling, but that Bachelor's got second love right here. <laughs> Speaking of second love, hailing from inside the booth, ladies and gentlemen, let's give a big round of applause to Josh Alonzo. That's right, Monday. Monday Night Raw, you know who's back in the booth. It's the Sex Slayer. I refuse to say that. <laughs> Are you just jacked up for Raw tonight, Sex Slayer? Yeah. You can say that. You can say that. I'm really jacked up, if you know what I mean. There goes the uh, jacked up is one, one hey. way to put it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> no already effects. It's only two. I am, and I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. Where's Flobo and TK? Where's Flobo and TK? Where are Flobo and TK? Did they <laughs> have knows, something going on? That, you know, man. you know, Raw was on in Ontario, right? Yeah, we don't. We we're we're not going on the rails today. No. We've decided we we're going. We don't need rails, Jim. Nope. We are all over the place. But we're going to start with what I thought was the biggest thing of the night, and that was this whole Becky Lynch saga that unfolded <laughs> for us today. She comes out. She has a rematch with Oscar. Then a special surprise comes up, gives her a little bite. Jim, walk me through. Let's let, let's start first. Yeah. Let's start with Oscar. Yeah. What's going on with Oscar? She's lost twice to Becky Lynch. Is this a a put down for her, or is she like still a big deal? But playing around singles. What's going on with Oscar? One or two things you can do. This would be the typical. Oh, I know you guys hate it. Buried category where. She has a high run. She has a good run leading up to the match with Becky Lynch. She was getting billed. She was going over. And now they don't know what to do with her. Now she's losing matches. Now she doesn't have a feud. Now she's fumbling around and being lost in this time where you're building stuff for WrestleMania. This is a do or die situation for her because Mm -hmm. she needs a feud really quick. She needs to be separated from Becky Lynch. That's over with. And we need something before she gets fallen back into the doldrums, into the, (laughs) under the rails, into the depths of burial, okay? 
Yeah, I you know I I love the Kabuki Warriors. Both of them are awesome, and yeah, they're I th- fun, and they were yeah. good in this run too. And then yeah, and I thought her losing to Becky the first time, I didn't think that was a bad thing. I, I mean, I wanted Oscar to win that original match at Royal Rumble. But she didn't, no big deal. I think she could have gone back into tag team world and it would have been fine. But I think losing again this quick, even though it was a cracking match, it was a really good match. But at the end of the day, losing twice in a row, I can't help but think that hurts. Yeah, I mean, we talk about, oh, wins and losses don't matter. No, it matters. After you lost to Becky Lynch in a high-profile match mm-hmm. and now you're following up with this, that's not a good streak you want to be on. You know, so they need to find something for her. I, I feel like we're already setting up. One thing that's being apparent going into this WrestleMania you know, season, it's I think the women's matches are taking place. We yeah. don't know in a lot of the card of what the men are going to be doing, I think, but the women's title matches seem to be almost fully set in place, and we found out more about it with Becky Lynch tonight, right? Yeah, and, and not to go too far ahead of ourselves, but right now, I feel like the women's division is more interesting than the men's divisions all around. Because they got feuds, and they got fresh feuds coming, right? We're right. seeing new things that we haven't seen before, because one thing, you know, how many times can you see Becky fighting Charlotte? We don't want that. We want right. some new feuds, we want new competition, and we're getting that. And every now new feud that they're building in the road to WrestleMania is exciting and fresh, because we haven't seen it before, right? Incorporating the NXT players into it, and we got something interesting going on, versus the men's, where we're still trying to figure out what's going on in there. Right, and you mentioned new feuds and things we haven't seen before. Obviously, the the big the big elephant in the room, Shayna Baszler shows up, yep. right, and she's really sinking her teeth into this opportunity. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Actually, yeah, I'm a professional, folks. Uh, there you go. She comes out. She takes a big bite of Becky Lynch. Is is Shayna done on the on NXT? Are we? Are, is this her welcoming party to the main roster? It's about time. She's been done for a while. I think they ran out of stories for her because how long are you gonna? She held the title for the longest time. Yeah, she went through everyone on that roster. And now with the way they're going into a different direction with Rhea and and some of the new talent they keep on bringing in, there's no place for her really right now. It's I feel like there's mm-hmm. an influx of a lot of new faces and rookies, and I feel that it would do her and them a disservice if she ran through them. It wouldn't help her out or them out. Now, it's, it, when are you going to move her to the main roster? It's now or never, right? I agree. And, and this is a time, and this is the right for you to do it. I mean, I thought she was ready for the main roster months ago. Right. She was for a while. I, and... Now, the thing that concerns me here is she's she's going after Becky Lynch right away, and I think she's got all the talent in the world. I think if she was a champion, it'd be great, but I get this fear because I remember Lacey Evans, yep. and I remember her going after Becky right away and then losing, losing, and losing before having to change brands, repackage, and do all sorts of things. Is is that going to happen to Shayna? It could. What has history proven us? That's been the story. If you're feuding Becky Lynch, you're in trouble because you're gonna yeah. you're gonna eventually lose. You're gonna be you're gonna be promoted initially. You're gonna be pushed to make her make them a viable opponent for Becky, and then mm-hmm. you're gonna lose. Right? Happened with Lacey. Happened really with with Oscar right now. It's it's been a story because, like we said, Becky's unstoppable. She's this mythical figure, and, and um, literally, like a sense, like she's a fable because no one can beat her. She's right, like it's just over the top. And will Shayna be the one to finally break this curse, or is she going to be the next one in line? Like you can't, you got to come to a point where someone's got to take her out because you got to take out Becky Lynch because if you keep on kind of 
just throwing these top contenders and disposing of them. They're kind of going off to the side and getting buried afterwards. You you need to where are the stars then? Where's the competition then? You need to show someone that they can stay at this level and not just use them to be fodder for Becky Lynch's next match or an opponent. Well, I thought and I agree because she's she's beaten so many people so handedly for so long. It really cuts the division off at the legs before it gets a chance to grow because every time a new contender comes in, she really beats them and beats them clean and beats them in a very decisive way, it makes it hard to bounce back in any reasonable way. And I think that's why the women's division outside of the top level seems to have difficulty building a mid-card to the women's division. She's a superhero, right? She's basically getting the the booking that Cena did for years that we hated. The problem is Cena had a lot of talent. Now, I know before all the nerds are going to start going crazy typing, uh, all these <laughs> comments and stuff, she's got talent. Yeah. But she ain't no Cena, okay? Cena was a megastar from yes. day one, pretty much. So he warranted the bill in a sense. Like, he was a face of the company. She's a forced face of the company. Because there's nothing... Becky Lynch still has a ton of work to do on her promos because she can't even even up to Charlotte when it comes to promos. So if you're going to be the top and face of the company, you better be on Charlotte's level when it comes to promos, at least there, too. And And the gimmicks holding her back. The man... It's been over a year, man. You know, technically. <laughs> Another pun. Yeah. Let's drop that already. Like, this is just stale. She's a superhero. She can't lose. She's she's literally unstoppable. You know? And it's like, it gets to a point, it's like Superman as a superhero. He's got all the superhero powers. Like, how do you stop him? Right. Like, we need to see faults. And I thought they were st- slowly doing that with the Asuka thing. But no, of course, Becky just, it was like she was sleepwalking for a couple weeks and then she wakes up and, yep, disposes of Asuka. Like, she needs to show legitimate flaws and struggle so she can work her way up again. Because her just saying, oh, I need to earn a contract, I'm not resigning, and then just destroying Asuka, it just doesn't work that way. Something, the thing that really sat wrong for me tonight is... She got a chunk of her neck bit now. Like the uh, vampire. Like, like a vampire. literally, that would be, you would be like critically bleeding out at that point. You know? Yeah, it, it was a little cartoony, but I was like, totally. I'll go with, I'll go with it. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm along for the ride. She goes to the, the ambulance. She fights off everyone so she can drive herself. Okay, let, let's call that a stone cold thing. Okay. Wouldn't she like, Lose right. like light lightheadedness right. and lose yeah. like consciousness with that much Pro- blood. Probably not the safest thing to do. But I, what I what, what rubbed me the wrong way is she came back just to cut a very short promo. And to me, I, something we had chatted about earlier yep. is that the WWE doesn't give us cliffhangers anymore. None. Like they, I wouldn't. I wanted to wonder for a week. Like what's what's Becky Lynch going to do when she comes back? How is she going to react to this? What's going to happen? But it seems like they just gave us that already. Like there's no interest now. Now I just say, oh, they're going to have a match. It, that's, that's, that goes showdown. into the booking. We're, we're kind of joking. It's kind of cartoony, but like that's how she's booked. She's booked as a impossible like, – she's not booked like a human. She's booked as a superhero like to a point where it's a cartoony character because, look, she let's, – let's just say let's, facts are facts. They book her with all this blood to purposely – I don't know if the, Shane overdid it somehow or whatever it was, but it looked like – like it was atrocious, right? That she right. bit her head off. Very but this gangrel. is the same way that Becky's been booked. Remember with the crutch? Where she's walking, pretending to be walking on a crutch, and then she throws it out, and they're holding a crutch, and she's fighting matches, and she's wrestling, and then she's going on a crutch. It's like you're trying to put these like fake, in a sense, fake 
crutches and, and, and to think like, oh, she's being hurt or whatnot. But then she disposes of it. Like she can't even go. She can't even sell that in that right. way. And it's maybe not her fault. Maybe it's the booking the way it is. But here's the thing. There's no purpose. It served her nothing to come back tonight and cut that promo. It doesn't get us excited initially. It just means that, oh, if she bites her neck off, Becky doesn't even flinch because she comes back half an hour later and she's ready to fight. So how is Shayna supposed to deal with that? Right. Where I think what we needed to see more of is more Shayna actually destroying Becky to give that. Because Becky's built. Yeah. Be- there's nothing you can do more to make her seem more well, so Everything's over the top now. Yeah, it's over the top now. Right. So I, I agree. I wish she didn't come back. I wish she had a... I wish she had stayed gone for a week and then even came back and sold it a little bit more next week to show that Shayna really got her. Shayna but... needs to look super strong in his build. Every week, just take getting the best of her. Literally every week and showing her dominance too. She needs to take out Becky Lynch like to a point where she's stretched out or whatnot, where we see her off from TV too. That'll, that'll, that'll help. We don't need to have her on TV every week. So take her off a few weeks, have Shayna cut promos to really build so we can have some sense of belief that she's a legitimate com- com- contender and competition to her. And speaking of legitimate contenders and competition, we had some tight competition in the main event tonight it was an eight-man tag team match you know it's the mac, mac militant coming to get it on you know flobo's marking yeah. out to this yeah you know he's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, yo. so these guys have been in a feud for quite some time uh, i gotta say real quick I'm not a fashion icon or anything, but I really was digging Seth Rollins' jacket with the fur around the neck and everything. Hell yeah. As a fashion icon myself, I completely approve right. that. And Seth is a heel. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey, uh, yo, uh, uh, yo, yo, yo. We got some fashion uh, runway, runway That's music. That's right. I'm ready to do that catwalk. You, you, you know are, I get out of You are a, 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 a coat fashionista. Totally. You've seen me on my award shows. Go to at the Jim Alexander on, on social media. You'll see what I do on realtalker.com. Uh, I'm, I'm big into like dressing cool and I, I pop and wear, right? Uh, and I think Seth is a heel. He dresses pretty cool. He always got yeah. these like leather jackets and cool versions of them. Like yeah. he, he gives off a cool vibe and especially as a heel that makes him kind of like a cool badass heel. Yes. Uh, I think his clothes matter, actually. It, yeah. it gives him a different persona and personality to his character, right? Yeah, and it feels like it fits him great, yeah. too. Like, he just, he looks really cool. I think, Yeah, it's like, he's always yeah. like, you come out, he's always with that taco meat on it, you know, his chest yeah. and all that. Like, I need some cover-up <laughs> sometimes to it, man. <laughs> the taco meat on his chest. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is a weird match for me. This is a weird rivalry for me, because if you ask me, Jack, do you like AOP? I'd say yes. Do mm-hmm. you like Samoa Joe? Yes. Do you like Kevin Owens? Yes. Seth Rollins, the Viking Raiders. I like all of them, but... What about <laughs> but uh, I like I like Buddy Murphy too. I, but I feel like I don't know if it's because I've seen these guys for so long going at it, uh, or I just I don't understand why they're fighting anymore. I, it, it's What's hard for stake? me to emotionally invest in this. Is there is there something wrong with me? Should I be emotionally invested in this? There's nothing wrong with you, Jack. Yeah, it's wrong you. with <laughs> what's going on. In the, once again, what are they fighting for? Every week we get a match, a tag team match, a solo match. Like we've seen every version and every probably combination that you could get of these two factions feuding in a sense, right? Sets faction and now Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and Viking Raiders. Where is the build-up to what? Unless you're going to end this feud soon or this ending at Super Showdown or they're going to blow it off at Elimination Chamber, fine. 
but this cannot last WrestleMania. I'm getting bored already. Can you imagine this going on for two more months? Where where's the end game of this? Like, there's no titles at stake besides the tag team titles. Like, okay, you can put online, but they've already fought for the does tag teams and all that. Like, I just feel like this is two groups being thrown together and just working with each other because there's no one else to work with, I guess. And the thing is, we've seen them. They haven't taken breaks. Every week there's a match. Why are mm-hmm. we getting a match every week? Give us a break. Cut promos one week. Have one team not interact or show up. Don't give us matches every week. Like how many? It's turning into the Rusev Lashley thing where you're fighting every week and we don't know right. what's at stake You know, at that point. And that, right. that feud abruptly ended. Maybe thanks to me, but right. but but this <laughs> check is out real to, talker by the way yeah. for for the scoop. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but then this is kind of feeling the same way. Where's the end game? And and it's it's where's this feuding towards? You know, because it's I'm already losing interest in it. Yeah, even uh, and even to the 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 bad guys' credit, they seem like they're over it. Like they don't even seem like they want to feud with the, with Owens and Samoa right. Joe anymore. And it seems like. Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens are becoming more the antagonists here because they keep coming out. And I think, if I can remember right, and chat, correct me if I'm wrong, they're fighting because Kevin Owens didn't like that Seth Rollins blamed the Raw locker room for losing in Saudi Arabia right. months ago. Like, is that... I or mean, Survivor Series, was it? Or no? Or Saudi Arabia? No, Either it, way, it's last year, or right? Maybe, no, Survivor Series, yeah. I think, maybe. Yeah. Still, that's a while ago. That's like, November, okay? And we're already, like, past the Royal Rumble... You can't squash that feud. I mean, especially the way they've been booked against each other. Literally every week, that is a match. Right. How much of it can you give us? It's like I said, it's crazy because I like I like all these guys and their matches are good. Like let's not let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. Is that how that phrase goes? I don't know, but I like the matches. I, I just don't. I don't have any babies. To me, they feel like they're just very like. like it's the, not important. The, the right? villains won today, yeah. but I feel like everyone goes home going shucks. It doesn't matter, right? It just doesn't matter. Unless there's turns. Unless this ends up where Samoa Joe turns on Kevin Owens, and that sets him up for a Mania match, which could be interesting then. Yes. Or you have, you kind of separate them where you have more so Joe step into this feud and feud Seth Rollins, because we've seen the Kevin Owens and Seth thing go. And I've been saying from day one, they should have had Viking Raiders versus AOP for a while. Just slow burn it, book it for Mania as a big match. Now I don't think it's, it has any interest anymore. If they if they put AOP and Viking Raiders on the back burner, could they reignite it and still make it work at WrestleMania? Or is it too, I too little too late? late? I think too late we've them. seen too much of it. And then tonight yeah. they're fighting again. It just, what would be fresh about that? You know, and it'd be too close if they were playing this for SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe you can yeah. have that separation. WrestleMania, we're on a road to WrestleMania. You know, so it's like, what are you going to disappear for a week or so and then restarting a new feud? That's, no. that's true. I do like what you said, though. I would love the idea of a Samoa Joe versus Kevin Owens. I think their promos would be great. I yep. think it would be a heated rivalry. I don't know where that leaves Seth Rollins, but maybe he defends the tag team titles. Um, and, you know, speaking of titles and championships and all that good stuff we here at after buzz like to think of ourselves as champions of some sort yes so jim why don't you go ahead and tell all the lovely viewers and listeners more about that hey my favorite geeks and nerds out there (laughs) in in the chat you know what to do you guys love us you tune in every week you're loyal to us so just keep on spreading the word you know how to do it like everything subscribe if you haven't subscribed what are you waiting for like the time is already passed it's time to push it forward and tell new viewers to subscribe so help us 
be the vessels uh, to do that. And of course, we like the comments because we like you guys in the chat. We like to see what you guys are thinking. Maybe you have some good ideas. Sometimes we can talk about it here. You're driving, pull over, five-star rating to us on iTunes and comment too. We like to hear what you have to say, you know. Absolutely. And thank you to everyone who's joining us in the chat. Who's there? We've got uh, AJ0314, anti-villain Firestorm, Charlene. Thank you for joining us as always, Charlene. Dang MQ, thank you as well. Derek Fisher, also... uh, Some newbies, man. uh, Subscribe. Demo Katabe. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. Dylan Matthews, Eric Clark, uh, uh, Flabo Boyce. I don't know how to pronounce that That must be a new one. That must be a new one. Uh, New guy. Just uh, Boza, uh, Lucci, we got Michael Blake, we got Tails P. What are they saying? What's the topic of conversation? Are you talking about politics? Because whenever I turn on the chat, they're like discussing, like, you know, this week, the Super Bowl, like, what? what? <laughs> There's whole different conversations going on. So what are you talking it's about? It's a show within a show, yes. really, being a part of the chat. It's a whole if community. Not, if you're not a part of the chat live, I strongly recommend checking it out. It's fun to gather up with everyone else and chat about all sorts of things. Right. Bose is always hitting us with the, uh, the Dave Meltzer hot pr- off the press news. We've got... Uh, Dylan with a bunch of gifts. It's all all fun and games in there. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of fun and games, Orton had himself some yes. fun tonight. Uh, Orton's a star, man. I know it's not breaking news to say that, but uh, something we chatted about in the back. I mean, you could if if you say Orton versus blank, it's already a made feud. Yeah, it's over. The yeah. guy's been so over for years. He's an automatic sell. Like he just being around him and involved with him is a perfect rub for you to to get some kind of acclaim or or at least a catapult your career forward so i feel but tonight this is my favorite part of the show tonight yeah. was the old school mad hardy it felt like a old like 90s like even two like 2000s yeah. you know when orton was kind of feuding with the hardys or whatnot when they were coming up like this was like a flash flashback you know flash yeah. in, a, in a pan moment where you had mad hardy who I didn't know was still wrestling and on this roster, finally come out and cut a promo, and he can still do it. I mean, he still looks the part like he did yeah. in the 90s, Matt. Yeah. You're, you're aging pretty well. Yeah. And then Orton, I like the whole thing, and they, they went back to the history. You know, he talked about Edge and their feud. People were chanting Lita in the crowd. Like, it gave me an old-school kind of vibe of WWE, you know, back in the day when when these two were coming up. It was a cool moment kind of seeing yes. them, especially Hardy, at the twilight of his career, at the end of his career, mm-hmm. and and. Orton, you know, on the kind of, you know, also yeah. second half of his career, almost ending at that point. Yeah. Closer to ending than beginning, obviously. Right. But it was cool to see that moment with them and just Orton stand, standing back, listening to Hardy cut the promo, and then just finishing him off and doing the concert. I thought it was awesome. The, I agree. I, this was one of my favorite moments of the night. First off, huge professionalism points to Matt Hardy, who seems to be on his way out but still did this like a total pro. Something that had to be tough. It has, it has to be tough yeah, for him to come Edge out and defend took his Edge. Woman, right? re- yeah. Who took his woman in real life? Why they're chanting her name Man. at you in the crowd. But to just still deliver what was just a top-notch promo. And I like how 
Orton went for the RKO, but then got shoved off. And yeah, because like, Hardy, the history, yeah. he knew, he knows Orton yeah. so well that he can block yeah. that, unlike some other, you know, newbie in a sense. So that was that was a cool kind of moment where, like, I know you for so long, I know what you're going after, but right. Orton still got the best of him. Right, and I'm glad they didn't drag it out. It wasn't like a like 15 minute match yeah. or anything, but it, but it was really really well done. And I think it made Orton and it look built a feud too. Yeah. yeah, it built that feud between Edge and you see, this is how you build a feud properly when you don't have. Edge around. You bring in someone who's involved with Edge and, and has a history at Orton over the years. You bring up some personal stuff, and it just makes Randy look more vicious, you know, by doing that to Matt, you know. Yeah. And and call. I just thought it was great building and kind of using the past to set up the future. Yeah, I I agree. Totally. This had the emotion that I, I, the main event to me was lacking. Yep. I was I, I was, was invested in this. Yes. No, no question. Even though Matt already hasn't been a huge part of the show, I still thought it was. But he was over you see that's what i mean the, the holding power of matt hardy you know yeah. being able to cut a promo and people listening and caring and and you know people caring uh something i cared a lot about was the flair and ripley f- match or uh face off yep. so to speak logan kind of got buried a little bit here i'll throw the buried word out she kind of got buried a little bit She's here been buried. Uh, <laughs> like but, is someone digging her but, up but i want i want to give and i told you so because I said it was the right move for Charlotte to win the Royal Rumble, and now we're going to get Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I think it's going to be match of the night at WrestleMania. I think I was right. I think Charlotte should have won the Royal Rumble. I, you can toot your own horn for that. Yeah, I didn't think Charlotte should have won, but here's the thing. That's that's the match we want, right? This is a yeah. good match. This is fresh, what I talk about. Fresh, new, exciting. We haven't seen these two work together, but they look like both of them can go like even like size wise, you know, they yeah. they fit each other in a feud. You know, and like it visually believable. looks so different. Like totally, you, if you put them in the ring together, you know they hate each other. Yeah, one's got this cool punk rock look. The other one's got the whole queen look. But both are tough. They're yes. tough as hell, and they can work and go at it in the ring. You know, so that's that's what's going to make this match. I'm excited for this match. Like yeah. this is a feud I I can roll with right now because, like I said, it's new. It's it's definitely different. She's going for the NXT title, you know, not not any of the main brand things. This is one of the top matches right now that's on the card for Mania. Which NXT, the, that's a huge stake, by the way, because if Charlotte wins, is she going back to NXT? And if Ripley wins, she just beat Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. It's a win-win. Like, that, that title and brand is elevated immediately that, by this it's match. Such a such a great match. I think that's going to be a huge part of WrestleMania. And I'm liking this but, feud, how they're building it, too. The proper yeah. way, you know, how you have these face-offs and Charlotte taking her time to announce this decision. Right. This, is, this is how you do it. This is properly done. Yes. So if you want to book Becky and Shayna Baszler properly, just look at what you're doing with Charlotte and Ripley. Less is more, and it's it's absolutely no great. Question. And uh, something that we definitely want more of is oh. my favorite segment yes, of the sir. night, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on to your hats. It is time for the King's Court. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. FM to get started. 
Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors, and today Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline wherever they are, and you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, Already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Hit it! All hail yes. Jim Alexander. He is the most handsome, charming, intellectual, and brilliant man. On God's green earth. <laughs> Pay attention when the Afterbus King speaks. Hello, everyone. My girl. This is CJ Lana Perry, also known the as CJ Lana Perry. Lana, and I am here talking on Real Talker right. with Heel Jen. Told you, Heel Jen. Alexander, who I have to be honest with you guys, uh-huh. finally really appreciate who the Ravishing Russian Lana is. I do. I That's always point. C.J. Perry, of course. But, that you too. know, really yeah. appreciate my amazing, amazing ability to tell mm. stories on Monday Night Raw. She tells good he stories. Yeah. The love she does. of my life. He appreciates my hot, hot boyfriend. Bobby I do. Lashley. Yeah, yeah, really Bobby's really For someone to really understand my point of view and have my side and always. my back. I, so I'm sorry for doubting you, C.J. Take note. And learn from Jim Alexander yes. because he's one of the only smart people around here. I've always yes, said yes, that. Hey, yo, Jim, My boy. What's going on, man? This is your boy, Rusev, from Rusev. Hey, might not be my boy anymore <laughs> after that. Sorry, my man. King's Court. This is yeah. where it's at every week. It's getting bigger and bigger. We're, we're expanding the room. The room's it's getting bigger. It's the party. Big. It's the party. Oscars had their parties. This is the. This is better than Vanity Fair. This is better than the Governor's Ball. This is the King's Court ballroom. Okay, and of course we have my girl Lana's in it. Has to be in it. Yes, Mandy freaking Rose. I don't care what that. Chunky dude on SmackDown's doing. She's my girl. Liv Morgan is right next there. She's caught up to Mandy. I'm telling you, Liv Morgan is literally almost Margot Robbie like. And we have a new addition. Oh, my boy Flovo knows this addition. Last night, ABC Ashley, man, that's what we're talking about. The greatest, the goddess, the sports reporter of ABC Seven LA. The ABC Ashley. Yes. Oh my goodness. Ashley was the queen of the night. She stole the red carpet. I couldn't even focus on my interviews. Ask Flobo. I didn't even know what I was asking Chris Tucker and Tiffany Haddish because we had ABC Ashley Brewer right there. Such a sweet girl and the best sportscaster in the world. This the the core is Hey, I want to chime in real quick. Yeah. Dylan Matthews in the chat said whose sister is in King's Court this week. Hey, uh also Dylan tell you tell Brittany there's always an invite <laughs> ready for her to come on to the King's Court too. So Brittany coming on. I saw a picture of Becky Lynch uh with some fire uh, was a with the uh, with the paramedic that with she a paramedic. stole the Listen, I'll from. pick up the paramedic. Come on over to the King's Court. Becky can take yeah. your vehicle. There's room. So Dylan yeah. Hey, Brittany, what's up? You can welcome, but ABC Ashley 
It's brewing up in here A, next B, to Liv Morgan and Mandy Rose. I got to get an invite into this court. One of these days, I'm going to sneak in. Hey, it happened on a red carpet. If someone can take my attention away, you know you've done your job. <laughs> um, so real quick, uh, a couple of matches I want to touch on. Bobby Lashley, speaking of Lana, uh, had a match with Ricochet where he took a clean loss. I Ricochet is, I think, a, a, a great star, and I think he's going to – have a fun match with Brock. I don't think he's going to come across as the winner, but the, the question <laughs> you is... You think? <laughs> you know, go down Great, a, great suspense go, building, go, Jack. Go, go, You're go really selling this one, man. Go down on a limb here. Yeah. Not betting the farm on Ricochet in Saudi Arabia, but uh, my question is, Lashley, he's, he's getting super heat. People hate him. But he's in a good way, clean though. losses. In a good way, he's yeah. getting heat. Not yeah. like, I don't care heat. I thought he was primed to be one of the biggest villains on Raw, but here he is taking some losses. Do we think he's just kind of in a lull before finding a feud, or is... is are they souring? Well, on I, t- I take blame for this. With my little scoop interview. If you haven't seen on Real Talker with Rusev, uh, maybe that's why I, there's no plan yeah. for Lashley <laughs> right now. But here's the thing: Bobby's always in this kind of thing where he gets on a hot run, and he's this has been one of his best runs. You know, the, he's been it, it entertaining. Been. He's been fun. He's been cool. He feels comfortable. He looks comfortable, and and he's been putting out good work in a ring too. And the thing is, it's just like they just give up on him too quick. I feel like if they don't have a Great storyline for him. It's just like, oh, Bobby to the side. I mean, yeah. it, obviously, you needed Ricochet to pick up the win since he's facing Brock in a few days, and you need to look him somewhat strong and not go out with a loss. So a clean win was nice, but not at expense of Bobby. Not at this time. What's what's next for Bobby? Like, we need to find something for him. Keep it going with Lana. Well, that whole thing with Lana is also evaporating with that angle. Yeah. Morgan's off to the, her own thing. We haven't seen my boy Rusev. Where's Bobby going? I, I feel like this is the time to capitalize on on his tremendous run that he's had, legitimately, yeah. and and make something of it because he can be a player, man. He's if, if great. They, Allow him to be. And it's just disappointing to see that. The one thing he was missing was the emotion behind his matches, but now he has that. And so to see him lose lose today really bummed me out because I absolutely thought he's he was doing so well. Again, I hope he just I hope this is kind of like a little thing before he picks back up after I mean there's still hope. There's still hope. Super super showdown, elimination chamber. What is his feud for Mania? That's what I'm wondering. Who is he gonna feud with and is it gonna matter? You know? Yeah, it can't be Rusa. It can't. They've done this. Like I said, it's played out, it's been done. Give him something new. He's still riding the wave, you know, so why not give him a legitimate feud? You still have Lana by his side, which is gonna help him. You know, yeah. as she's aided Rusa for years, you know, kind of being the, the talking, uh, you know, piece for him in that sense. So do it for Bobby if you need that. I mean, right. I just think I want to see more even of their personal relationship, this Bobby-Lana thing being maybe even if it's starting to get a little bit tumultuous or whatnot. Let's yeah. see it. Let's let's see more personality and not just a quick match and a loss. I like where your head's at because I think we'd have some fun segments of them like on dates or like Bring maybe her up. like – Picking out furniture for their new place and her being Lana and maybe uh, Bobby Lashley becoming like the frustrated boyfriend now. Like she uh, does it on Instagram. You know? There's there's hits of it. You know, like yeah. you can check out her Instagram. You can see some of this stuff. Why not incorporate more to TV? Let's give some segments. Let's give some vignettes. You know, they can pull that off easily. So why but, not more of this? Let's see them. Even there's some you know relationship problems going on. Let's see this yeah. instead of just like coming out to the ring and and getting pinned one two three. It's not what you should be doing. I think with this there's guy. so much life in that in that angle, and I want to see it 
progress so the much backstory more. too how right. did we do we ever find out how and how did she pick bobby how she got with bobby like no. what was the, the, just, the starting point of this i want to know what started his whole point where he was the guy that she decided to to be her hot boyfriend and go out with let's let's go back let's hear the backstory of this because there's so many things they could do like they you could easily just have someone say hey she left she cheated on her last guy with you maybe she's cheating now and then bobby goes oh i don't like this person he might be talking to lana Boom. there's you stuff that could be written here uh, there's still open-ended questions right. that need to be answered so let's get to them let's use them now because the longer we wait the less interesting it's going to become and the more stale yeah. it's going to get yeah now is the time I would love to see him do something like take the twenty four seven title. I know it's a I know it's a lower tier title, but it's the only one that's really open. I'd love to see him take that and use it as like a gift to Lana or something. Like, hey, this is for mm. you, babe. And then he's got to deal with all these guys and coming after him. And he's protecting her all the time, right? Hey, that would be the best thing for that title that's seen in a long time, you know? Right. And then you know, and then you can play with that. Like he's frustrated, always having to do it, but he can't make her let her lose. I don't know. I just, there's there's a lot of mileage in that. I think that they need to uh, they need to explore. And and someone else that has a lot more mileage on them. I, I think that here. we can. Uh... I know where you're going here. I'm waiting for this. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if you know where. Alistair. I was Alistair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah! Me and Jack think all yes! like, There you go. The yes! dream team. Yes, Alistair okay. Black. Take it away. Okay, you, Alistair, we thoughts. talked about it. We were watching his match. When you see this guy come out, he basically feels and looks like a sinister, devilish, modern version of The Undertaker. From yeah. his entrance... Too well, he gets into the ring, then he gets in the ring and he starts opening up his mouth and talking, and then damn, it ruins it all. This guy could be this imposing kind of mysterious presence. Like, look at his intro. Like, his it's intro is phenomenal. He comes out, the candle, it's like this devil worshiper sort of thing. It's like this, you know, it's like this kind of mysterious. And he comes out with this like stoic creepy, intimidating look. Why can't we get this guy in a ring? He doesn't need to talk. He doesn't need to tell people to knock on his door or open his door. He should be knocking out people's doors because of that. You don't want this guy coming up to your door. That's the guy that they should be building here. He's got a unique look and in-ring style with his tattoos and and the way kind of his martial arts kind of in-ring style and he's a bit of a Mm -hmm. high flyer too. Like This guy could be some new kind of modern version of the undertaker in a sense yes and it's not too late it's not too late because the gimmick's still there just use it properly and what the whole thing of i, I told him bring in zelina vega she could be sort of like a paul bear a new modern yeah. version of it because he's not the undertaker he's more of a metal slash devil worshiper sort of right. thing you know a renegade but it's also very dark and creepy like you can do stuff there and if you have zelina kind of join in and she can do the talking and he doesn't have to talk there's a star being made here waiting for it, but you can't do it with him going over jobbers and talking. No. Yeah, I think he should never talk. I think he should just, like, you should have a heel in the ring talking, and then his music hits, and everyone goes, oh, kind of like The Undertaker, gong, bong. The lights go off, and I I mean, it's there. It's built in there. Use it to your advantage. Yeah, I want to see a lot more from him, but if people want to see more of you, Jim, where can they find you online? Of course they want to see more of me, and you can find me at the Jim Alexander, T-H-E, Jim Alexander, on Real Talkers of Place these days. 
birthdays, man. I'm getting breaking news with Aladdin, yeah. uh, Mina Masood, we got Rusev, everything is at realtalker.com. That's R-E-E-L talker.com. And subscribe also on the Real Talker YouTube page. And Josh Alon's in the booth. Where can they find you? You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at J-O-A-L-323. And you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out on the AEW Dynamite After Show every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. I'm also going to be on After 83 Weeks this week hey. on Wednesday as well, so check that out. I also do the AEW social media skim. We moved it to Mondays. I just filmed it earlier. It might be online right hey. now. Check it out. And until next time, buzz you later. I forgot Hannah A. You're also on the King's Court from The Bachelor. Hannah A., this one's for you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its own. 